G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We are not too far away from the announcement of this year's Australian Christian Book of the Year. Each year, not only the prestigious Australian Christian Book of the Year Award, but also the Young Christian Writer and the Teen Writer Awards are presented. The winners for 2021 will be announced on the 2nd of September. That's a Thursday in Melbourne. Michael Colley from Spark Lit coordinates the awards each year and he's joining us for an update and to talk through the shortlist of this year's titles. Michael Colley, welcome back to 2020. Thank you. It's great to be with you. Michael, it's the Australian Christian Book of the Year. I've just got to remember last year you were in lockdown and everything happened live streamed. How do you reflect on what happened last year and what are you hoping for this year? Well, actually, the pandemic was one of the best things that's ever happened to the awards event. It uh, forced us to reimagine and reinvent the event. And for the first time, it was a national and indeed international event. We had people participating from around the world, uh, people all around Australia, people who would never have uh, been able to travel to the event in Melbourne were able to join us and participate. And uh, also, we being online forced us into a more, to use a, a sort of more intimate approach and uh, uh, increased the level of uh, participation of our uh, readers and writers. So it was, uh, it was a, probably one of our best events ever, ironically. We'll consider it a godsend. Plans this year, I imagine, uh, maybe you're doing some sort of a hybrid event. You've got people there in person, but also streaming. That's right, yes. Well, certainly we're going to incorporate the best of what happened last year and uh, as well as having um, people uh, in together in the same room. Now, last year's winner was For Better or Worse, How the Church is Better and Worse Than You Ever Imagined by Natasha Moore and her colleagues at the Centre for Public Christianity. You've got a new shortlist this year. Perhaps I'll go through the 10 books on the short list and I'll get your thoughts about some of those that are outstanding in your mind. Uh, so let me go through a list. One of them is Abundance, New and Selected Poems by Andrew Lansdowne. There's Being the Bad Guys by Stephen McAlpine. The Good Sporting Life by Stephen Liggins. Healing Lives by Sue Williams. How to Talk About Jesus by Sam Chan, I Want to Fix Ears, by Graham Clark, Jesus Through Muslim Eyes, by Richard Schumach, Judging the Macquarie's, by John Harris, Talking Sex by the Book, by Patricia Wirakun, and Western Fundamentalism, by Gordon Menzies. There's certainly a variety in all of that, Michael. Yes, there is. There's a couple of biographies. There's uh, books about evangelism, uh, Christian living, uh, and poetry, there's a fabulous book of poetry. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great selection. 
Out of those lists, and I know you don't want to take favourites and you can't really have favourites, but for our conversation today, uh, some of those titles are pretty significant. Uh, Give us your insights into those that look like uh, they could be outstanding to you. Well, uh, I Want to Six Years is uh, uh, Graham Clark's account of uh, uh, his invention of a bionic ear, and uh, it's this is a it's a most significant event and a story of great perseverance over four decades. Uh, and this is the first time uh, anyone has recreated a, a human sense. So yes, this the sheer significance of this book um, uh, gives it a place in the short list. Yes, and his thoughts about hearing, and as you say, the inventor of the bionic ear or uh, cochlear implant, is so important. And as I understand it, uh, Graham says that hearing is the primary sense of a Christian because it's about understanding language and scripture and the meaning of words. Uh, so a powerful insight and no doubt telling his own story. Yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting story, and uh, it, I really admire his uh, his perseverance and vision. What about some other books on the list? I note there's one there from John Harris, who wrote a book some time back, but it's become one of the mainstays for our understanding of Australian history when he wrote One Blood. His new book is called Judging the Macquarie's. It's another focus on early Australian history. That's right. It's uh, it's a book about uh, colonial Australia and the role of uh, uh, Governor Macquarie, uh, after whom uh, many of our streets and suburbs and uh, rivers have been named. Um, and uh, yeah, it's looking at uh, his uh, role as a governor and ruler, and uh, especially with relation to um, Aboriginal Australians. Uh, so it's a it's a pretty um, blunt. Uh, examination of uh, the record. Uh, interestingly, he was uh, in many ways enlightened, but also a product of his time. And um, he may have been um, uh, more enlightened than uh, those who followed him, but uh, uh, there's some lamentable aspects of, of his rule as well. It's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, sig- a significant um, opportunity to uh, look at our uh, history anew. Now, I note one of those books on the list, uh, it's going to be very entertaining in some sense, uh, practical too, uh, from Sam Chan. He's written a book, How to Talk About Jesus Without Being That Guy. Uh, there's something very, very insightful and uh, very powerful in the way Sam Chan communicates. Yes, he, he's a great communicator and the book is entertaining. Um, and the main idea behind the book, I guess, is that uh, when people, when you think of personal evangelism, we usually think of uh, ourselves having to be a preacher, uh, and most of us aren't. However, his uh, suggestion in this book is that we shift our focus, and rather than cons- um, forcing ourselves to be the preacher to proclaim the good news, that we need to think of ourselves also as um, as a chaplain to our friends or as a counsellor. We need to rethink our role uh, and 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 consider how we might share the good news about Jesus as a friend uh, and companion and neighbor uh, rather than the stereotype of uh, the preacher it's a really helpful book you mentioned there are some biographical books in the list this year the short list uh, Sue Williams and her book healing lives uh, has a focus on a friendship that she had with dr. Catherine Hamlin 
what are yeah, your thoughts the, about that one? Oh, this is um, so the story of Catherine Hamlin has been told on a number of occasions already. However, this is uh, this book's different. It's about um, Catherine's friendship with one of her first patients. So after uh, Catherine Hamlin and her husband Reg had been um, uh, working in Ethiopia for about three years, they had a, a young a girl who had been uh, tragically injured in childbirth, uh, and they operated on her. And in gratitude, this this young girl Mamitu um, decided she'd dedicate the rest of her life to accompanying um, Hamlin uh, in the hospital. So she started off. Uh, this young girl started off. Um, uh, mopping floors and comforting um, patients, but she eventually became one of the world's most uh, acclaimed fistula surgeons, despite never um, having had a day of schooling. So it's uh, it's really a story of uh, of a fabulous friendship between uh, these two women, um, Catherine Hamlin and Mamitu Gashi. Um, it's yeah, so it's a different take on a familiar story. Uh, and celebrating a friendship between these two women. You've got some deeper titles in there too and something a little more philosophical in the book by Gordon Menzies called Western Fundamentalism. It's got that uh, different, higher-level type of a take on understanding the way things work. Yes, it's actually easy to... Uh, Gordon is a, he's an economist and a philosopher, but uh, he is a very clear communicator. And I've just been reading this book today. So his idea of, uh, we think of fundamentalism as being, uh, or fundamentalists as people who uncritically hold uh, views about things. And this is uh, how he would describe um, uh, people in the West, um, that we hold uncritically to um, ideas about uh, what makes us um, civilised and, uh, and he says that some of these um, views which we hold uncritically uh, are a great threat to us and to our society. So, for instance, the, um, our, uh, uh, needing um, our sexual freedom and uh, unregulated economies, um, these are, this radical individualism is going to um, is a threat to us. Um, so it's a really it's a it's a very clear and in, a very insightful book. Uh, some great authors in there and uh, some who've been my guest already talking about their books and others that I'll have in the diary to get some great exploration of their ideas uh, over the coming weeks. Hey, every year I ask you the same question, Michael. The quality of Australian Christian writing, how do things look this year? Well, this year we had a record number of entries the Australian Christian Book of the Year. We had 100 books submitted. That's more than we've ever had before. Uh, I was uh, each time a new entry came in, I winced because uh, it was. A, it's a great to see um, so much activity, writing and publishing activity. But I, I was also thinking of our judges who have to uh, do these books justice. So uh, that's a, that's that's a wonderful sign, and um, so we're delighted that there's so so many people putting pen to paper, writing and publishing. Uh, so it, it's, it appears to be um, uh, a healthy scene. Um, however, the awards are still necessary because we need to build an appetite for, uh, for local writing, local Christian writing. And just quickly, and it might be too late to enter your manuscript or your book for this year's awards, but it's open to all Christian writers within a certain calendar year. How does that work and 
for next year's awards. For those listening in now, how do they actually get their book or their manuscript to you? Well, the deadline for next year's Australian Christian Book of the Year Award is the 31st of March, 2022. So start writing. Start writing. Well, this year's awards, Thursday the 2nd of September, uh, there'll be an awards ceremony in Melbourne. It'll also be live streamed, as you say, a godsend last year with the lockdown because it introduced you to a whole new and enlarged audience for the Australian Christian Book of the Year. Michael Colley from Sparklit coordinates the awards each year. There is a website you can go to and you can check the short list we've been talking about, sparklit.org. That's S-P-A-R-K-L-I-T. Michael Colley, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.